Well, hello and welcome to the Profit Express. I'm Tim Healy, and I'm inviting you to join me each and every Wednesday so you can be prepared to win the battle for business. That's right. Hey, as always, thanks for sharing some of your time with me today. And a big thank you to our good friends and sponsors at Corbett Public Relations, where they've been promoting and protecting businesses and brands for over 30 years. So do yourself a favor. Visit Bill and his team at CorbettPR.com. That's C-O-R-B-E-T-T-P-R.com. Welcome aboard, everybody. Now, if you're a fan of the show, you know the mission is to help you win the battle for business. Unfortunately, winning the battle for business has taken on a different meaning, especially for today's show. And listen, you, you know it is not a political show. I don't want it to be a political show. It's never going to be a political show. There's plenty of those political shows out there. This is not one of them. But in life and in business, the world of geopolitics and war can intersect with small business. In this case, they can collide with small business, and sometimes we just can't help it. And it's gotten very real for me and for a lot of Jewish business owners, because they're not just being affected in Israel, but they're being affected here on our soil in the U.S., and more particularly in Manhattan. I literally came across a story that literally was and is the focus for today's show. And I was able to get a great guest last minute, so don't go anywhere. His insight is going to be remarkable for today's show. So here's the story. Again, I, I saw it on, on YouTube from Fox News. It is a Jewish business owner who owns a coffee shop in New York City. It's called Cafe Aron. The business owner, his name is Aaron Dahan. And he has a pro-Israel stance, being a Jewish business owner. And in his storefront, he hangs proudly the Israeli flag. And also recently, he's also put up pictures of missing or kidnapped children. And we're all too familiar with the war between Israel and Hamas. And again, it's not a political show, so we're not going to go down that route in particular today. But here's where it gets interesting, and here's where at the Prophet Express, I wanted to tackle the topic because as I was hearing Aaron's story on Fox News today, he told how once he let his pro-Israel stance be known, obviously hanging the flag and having the pictures of, you know, the, the innocent small children, children have been kidnapped, he had six of his employees resign because of his pro-Israel stance. And as you can imagine, when six of your employees resign and you're a small business, that could be catastrophic. And it was because he was about to close his doors because he literally couldn't provide his services to his customers. He couldn't make and serve the coffee. But what happened was truly remarkable. And that's why I'm doing this show today. The community rallied around Cafe Aron and Aaron. He had literally hundreds of people lined up around the block in Manhattan wanting to buy his coffee. But not just people were out there to support and buy his products and services, which is phenomenal, a show of unity and support. But he had people. He had a plastic surgeon. He had an attorney. He had a other small coffee shop in the neighborhood. The owner and one of his employees came to help. These people volunteered because he needed hands to make the coffee, to clean, to serve the, the customers. So it was a remarkable story of rallying around a local business owner. 
And the reason I want to tackle this is with my business, Healy Success Solutions, many of my clients are Jewish. Many of them are Jewish business owners. So as I was watching the Fox News story, I couldn't help but think, man, if this happens to this guy, and again, it's not a, 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 a small business in Israel. No, it's right here in New York City, Manhattan, a local coffee shop. How many of my clients could it affect? So that is why I want to tackle the topic. And then I was on short notice, and I have to thank him for it, able to get on a guest who's been on the show a number of times. He's a good friend and a supporter of the show who has a very, very unique perspective. His name is Don Mann, and he's a retired Navy SEAL. He is a best-selling author who has authored a, over 20 books, and he's a small business owner himself. And he has been all around the globe in his career as a Navy SEAL in some of the worst war zones on the planet. He's been to countries like Panama, Somalia, Afghanistan, Iraq. I probably missed a few. And when he talks to his corporate clients, he talks about, you know, the importance and the critical nature of mental toughness. And I want to have him on to share his perspective, in particular, not just for business owners today, but more especially for Jewish business owners today, because this is the first real thing that I've heard about it. I know I've, I've heard certain uh, reports where people have wanted to boycott Jewish-owned businesses. Uh, so I think we're going to be hearing more and more of this. So it's a pleasure to welcome back to the Profit Express, retired Navy SEAL Don Mann. Dan, Don, how are you today? Tim, I'm doing great, and it's uh, good to be on your show with you again. Thank you for having me. No, listen, I'm, I'm fortunate to have people like you uh, as, as a resource, and uh, fortunately, unfortunately, uh, to have you as a resource to go to on a timing like a, a story like this is perfect. So again, thanks, thanks for being on board. Um, and I forwarded you the link to the story because I wanted you to hear it firsthand and see the story firsthand. So let's just start off with that. Again, you're a retired Navy SEAL. You are an author and you're, you're also a small business owner and your clients are businesses large and small. So you hear a story like that that has implications on the, the geopolitics and the Israel-Hamas war. What are some of the first things that you are thinking? Well, Tim, I appreciate you sending me that link because um, for over a month now, I've been glued to the news and I've been watching everything since the, the invasion mm -hmm. up to every single day since then. And it's um, really, really bothered me a, a great deal. It really, really bothers me like it's bothering most Americans. But I tell you, that link you sent me, that was the best story I've heard since October 7th. That made me feel like that's humanity right there. That's People helping people. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if they're whatever religion it is, but those are, I mean, they had the guts to put all those pictures in the coffee shop of the children yeah. and all the hostages, over 240 hostages now. They had the guts to put those pictures up there. And I should even say the guts. It makes common, it's common sense to do that. But with the world the way it is now, it's gutsy to do that. They did have the, the Israeli flag and a U.S. flag in the storefront. Mm -hmm. But now five people quit, then the sixth one quit. And then they, they thought they were going to close down. And I just love so much the way the population came in. Like you said, doctors were coming in. Well, I can't make coffee, but I can clean your countertops. Let's make it work. 
And that was <laughs> humanity. And that was one of the best stories. It is the best story I've heard yeah. in, in over a month. Uh, you, you know, and, and as a native New Yorker, I was born on Long Island. Um, you know, that's a proud moment. You know, the, the Manhattan community, the local community rallied around him, which is fantastic. But let me go back to this because, you know, we, we talk about winning the battle for business. And so much on the show, I have experts who talk about, you know, uh, sales, marketing, branding, social media, you know, and, and com- how to develop competitive advantages, winning the battle that way. But what you just mentioned, Don, they had the guts. And we are in, as you know, a cancel culture. And there have been calls to boycott Jewish-owned businesses, which is hard for me to imagine, but it's happening. So it really is a gutsy move. Which then, let me ask you this. Do you think, you know, you have, I'm sure there are conflicted Jewish business owners out there who might be afraid to do what the owner of Cafe Aron did. What would you say to those folks who are conflicted? Boy, you know, that's such a... It, it, it almost is hard for me to even answer that because I can't believe the world is in the, the way it is right now, in the United States especially. You mm-hmm. would think that the simple answer would be fly that flag, fly that Israeli flag, fly the U.S. flag, proudly display that you're a Jewish business owner, put those photos of these Israelis and Americans and all these other countries of the, those uh, people who have been kidnapped and proudly do it. You'll get the support of our people. I don't know why, and I know it's not what we're here to talk about, why it's not like that, Mm. but I would hopefully encourage anybody to stand up for what you believe in and that you're going to be safe because like what happened at that little coffee shop, you're going to get the support of the people and, um, and you get the support of the people and that's all you need. If you can support your family and you can get the support of the people around you, that, that's, that takes a lot of courage to do that because of the repercussions that could come come on you but i i would uh in my way of thinking i would i would do what that coffee shop owner did because what an example he set what a great example and the people from new york to gather around him and come strong around him i mean that was courage and that was not giving up and that was not being defeated and that was standing up what you believe in really everything i believe in is he he showed that today and it was uh, it was like breathing fresh air just seeing that story. <laughs> I, I I love your reaction to it. I'm gl- I'm glad I sent you the specific clip. Um, now I I know, and we spoke about it in 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 you know previous times you've been on the show. You know, m- mental toughness is you know important for any business owner. Okay, because you know being successful in business is a battle. So, and and you talk about mental toughness. You know. When, when you do your trainings and your and your corporate presentations, um, Jewish business owners, you know, it, it locally here in America, but around the world, are going to be facing. And this is just my thought. I'm imagining escalating pushback, escalating negativity. So, to a a Jewish business owner today, who's listening who heard the story of Cafe Aron. How can Don Man help them gather the fortitude for them to be mentally tough in these times? Well, Tim, I would say to anybody who's, everybody who's listening, 
if you are a Jewish business owner or if you're Jewish, I mean, my heart's with you. It, it, I couldn't be more with you. And I, I pray for you all the time. And uh, But anyways, if you're a business owner and you got to keep that business going because you got to support your family. Sure. Um, I would stay fast, steadfast, stay in the fight. They they are the aggressors. You are just doing what you're supposed to be doing by running the business, taking care of your family, feeding your family, and you can't give up the fight. You can't, what we say in the SEAL teams, stay in the fight, stay in the fight. It might be difficult. It might be hard. But we saw a small example of how those people came together at the coffee shop today. Mm-hmm. I mean, the more we stay in the fight, the more we stand for what we believe in, the more and more people are going to come our way. And these people on the far, far left or wherever they're from, I mean, their attacks are going to get smaller and smaller and smaller, the stronger we stand together. So my advice would be just stay in the fight and do what you know is the right thing to do. And the enemy is there. We've got to face the enemy. The enemy in our case is the far left. And um, they're going to have to be defeated at some point. But right now, we just got to stay strong and stay in the fight. Because if we give up, if we close up the shops, we lose. Our families lose. The businesses lose. And and we, we make it easy for them. Mm-hmm. We, we can't be like that. that, that that's... Uh, that's given them what they want. And um, we're not here to give them what they want. We're here to stand our ground. And Israeli people have every right in this world to run every business they want to. And they should not be shut down because of intimidation from this group that's trying to shut them down. So I would say just stay in the fight. And, um, and, and, and you know, all of our, our prayers are going to be with you. And we know there's some hard times coming up. But today was a sign of light. There was a sign of light that more and more of those times and days can be in our future. And that's what, um, that's what's, that's what we have to believe is going to happen. And that is absolutely what is going to happen eventually. You know, it's, it's funny. So I, I've had the show, this is uh, over 560 episodes and I, I never thought I would do a show that talked about, you know, just Jewish business owners, you know, because I always just talk about business owners. I don't, I don't care, you know, a, a man, a woman, black or white, you know, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, doesn't matter to me. It's just all business owners. But the fact that we're talking about it today is, is really mind-blowing. You, you know, I started the show back in 2009. But, you know, we, we have to talk about it. It's here. And to your point, and listen, I, I am not a Jewish business owner, so I don't, I don't walk in their shoes. But what you were saying is, is so true because while it's very specific to the, to the issue of today, you know, be proud, you know, be pro-Israeli if you're Jewish, you know, support it, hang the flag, et cetera. You can't let them win. Um, to have this sort of an issue face a business owner is, again, it's, it's like I'm almost in shock here, Don, and, and you know, I'm just kind of <laughs> just talking out loud in a conversation with you today, you know, in, in an unusual way. But so let, let, let me let me ask you this question then. So we talk about, you know, me- mental toughness. And what, one of the things that you've talked about in, in books is a combat mindset. Mm-hmm. And listen, I'm yeah, not saying, you know, they're, go- they're going to war and, it, you know, I, I don't want to be <laughs> an alarmist, but normally a combat mindset helps us in business. Right. Tell us about that. 
Yeah, that's so good. You just said that because sometimes when I speak of the combat mindset, people think, oh, he's just some SEAL talking about going to war. But like you just said, it also applies to business and applies to a lot of other things. It's just what we use in the military to have the mindset that you're going into combat. You have the mindset you're going into a big game if you're an athlete. If you're a business owner, I have the mindset that I'm going to beat my you know, the people who are competing against me for business. It's just having a powerful mindset. And the great thing about a mindset, the great thing about your mindset, each and every day, it can get stronger and stronger and stronger. It Mm -hmm. never has to weaken or get soft. And so the combat mindset, I couldn't think of a better thing to be talking about right now, actually, Tim, because um, imagine having the mindset that I am going to win. I might get some bruises along the way. I might get some repercussions. I might get some flack over here. Mm -hmm. I might get these protesters over here or something, but I am going to win. And if you have that mindset, you're going to win. It's a big, big help. What we say in the SEAL teams, if you get wounded, you're going to recover and you're going to stay in the fight. So the number one, two rule is stay in the fight. You're going to win, stay in the fight. You're going to, you're going to get some pain along the way, but with the focus, staying in the fight, mission success, no matter what, I'm going to win this. It pulled you so far ahead of the game. And, and so if you as a business leader had that mindset, it's infectious. It's mm. infectious to your team and your coworkers that if the boss walks in like, okay, the heck with these people out there. We're going to open up the doors today. We put a big open sign on the, on the door and we're going to business. We're going we're gonna to beat this thing. And we're not going to let those people deflect our our vision or our mission because we are focused on mission success and nothing is going to get in our way. If we decide to veer off of that vision of mission success and decide to back off because it's getting too hard, that's what the other people wish for. That's what we call in the SEAL teams the enemy. You're helping out the enemy by giving up. And that's not what we're here to do. We're here to stay strong, focus on mission success, take that great, great attitude, that combat mm-hmm. mindset, spread it among your coworkers and your community. And, um, you know, the Jewish is it's a minority. It's a small group of people. But, boy, the way they held together and the way they stick together, it's such a great example for everybody. And um, and and I, I know they can st- they can beat these rough waters we have ahead of us right now. You know, again, the 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 uh, Aaron Dahan, the owner of Cafe Aron, um, I don't think. And again, this the story broke today. Um, I don't even know if he understands how important what he did is for not just Jewish business owners, obviously, but I think for all business owners. I, and when, when you know you saw the show, and again it was it was off Fox News on. I got off YouTube. Uh, you know, he's like, listen, I you know my business is about to close its doors. I lost six employees. The community rallied. You know, I, I stood by my beliefs. And man, what a a rallying cry! And I don't, I think this guy's going to go viral. I think his his impact is is going to explode. I, I just that's the, the gut feel I get. Oh, I, I, I would think so. I, I, I sure hope so. And those six employees who left, they've been fed the nonsense through the news. They hook, <laughs> line, and sink. And they it. They're, they're losers and uh, they're quitters. 
and in the SEAL teams, those are the two worst uh, words you could be called, especially a quitter. I mean, they quit because why the, the reasons they had why they quit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the owner of the store, he's a hero. And I really hope people like you, and thank you, Tim, for what you do. I mean, you're bringing this to the to a lot of people, this, the attention to a lot of people. And I hope a lot of other people who have the power that you have can do the same thing because he's an American hero. He's a Jewish American hero. And mm -hmm. uh, he's somebody we, I know I look up to him and I know a lot of people will look up to him as soon as they hear this story. A a absolutely. And listen, you're, you're saying it, you know, beautifully. And, and again, I certainly respect your perspective, what you bring a as a veteran serving the country and as a Navy SEAL in particular. Um, now, again, Today is, um, you know, it, it's a serious topic. It's talking about winning the battle for business in, in a different kind of light. But, you know, having you on, you know, in this way, I just have to share one thing that kind of gets off the topic, but I think it's, it's, it's one of my favorite stories that you first shared with me on, on our first interview many years ago. And I actually, it's it's funny that you're on today. It's it's funny how how, <laughs> how life works, Don. I actually shared the story again with my brother Chuck. We were doing trail running over the weekend, oh. and you know, I'm, I'm not because also what I didn't say in your bio is also you know you, you're also a a, a, a a huge endurance athlete. And I'm actually doing on a, on a side personal note, uh, my brother and I are doing a, a backyard challenge where we're going to December 9th, We're going to run four miles every hour. Uh, until you just collapse in, in 48 hours. And so he and I were, were you know, you know, just logging miles, preparing for this event, uh, December 9th. And Don yeah. Mann came up, and the story came up, and I was trying to channel my inner Don Mann. And the story that you shared, and you know this one, is the story of the halo, the high-altitude low open, I believe, when you're at 18,000 yeah. feet, roughly, and you're jumping out of a plane on a mission, you have a pack, you have your weapon, something happens where you end up dislocating your jaw, panic sets in, you can't communicate, you can't communicate to your team, I don't want to kill the whole story, but you're able to get your wits about you and land safely. And I think about me when I'm crying about my calves hurting, my knee hurting. <laughs> and that's why, because as I was training with my brother this weekend, I was sore, I was tired, I was cramping. And I said, you know what, Chuck? I said, I have to stop being such a bitch. And I, and I, and I, re I re that's exactly what I said. I, and I replayed the Don Mann story. Um, but I want to hear Don Mann share it, and I want to hear you share it because it's a reminder of what all human beings have within them. Sure, Tim. And, you know, if, if you don't mind, I'd like to start out by saying early, early on, I've done over a thousand competitions where I really pushed myself hard, really to the point of bleeding, passing out, bonking, or hallucinating. And, <laughs> um, you know, 500, 600-mile races. And in the SEAL teams, you know, we were doing things that were very, you know, um, taxing, to say the least. <laughs> but... Um, I learned to say early on, if something's worth doing, welcome the pain. It's going to hurt. Just welcome the pain. And they would say pain is good. Extreme pain is extremely good. But there's more to it than that because 
say for instance you're doing log pt and you're doing all these curls with logs if you just put up with that temporary pain just temporary pain your biceps are burning your back hurts everything's hurting you want to quit but it's temporary pain and you know at some point the instructor is going to blow the whistle and you get to put the log down and go jump in the ocean and get a break that temporary pain is not so bad because that ends but if you are the person next to him and you're curling 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 and it's hurting and you start making excuses this is too hard i can't do it my back hurts i got blisters whatever your excuses and you quit and you go ring the bell and you quit for the rest of your life you're going to have that permanent pain of regret Ugh. and that's the bad pain and um so um bringing it back to the coffee shop owner he does not have that permanent pain of regret he's 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 going to be very, very satisfied with that move he made. And those six quitters, well, they quit because it was a little difficult for them. But to bring it to the that incident on the hay-ho that night, it was a high-altitude, high-opening jump. And a hay-low is much, much easier. It's a high-altitude, low-opening where you're flying okay. maybe 12,000, 15,000 feet, and you just jump out. And you fall for about a minute, and you pull your parachute, and boom, you land. But everybody on the ground can look up and see the plane or the jet or the helicopter. It's not very tactical. A hey-ho is a whole different story. You might jump 45 to 70 miles away from your target, so nobody sees or hears a plane. And it's anywhere between, it could be up to 30,000 feet high. Wow. And it's always at night, of course. Everything we did was at night. But you have a big rucksack, and you have a weapon, and you have an oxygen tank, and you have a gas mask, an oxygen mask. And you have a radio and you have a GPS. So you're very, you know, it's cumbersome to get out of that plane. You have all yeah, this gear yeah. and you jump out and a high altitude, high opening is high altitude and you pull high. So you count to anywhere between four and six seconds. You pull your parachute and the jump you were referring to. So when I pulled mine, my feet went through the risers. So I flipped inside out and my risers came down and hit my head really hard and snapped it off to the left, and my my jaw got dislocated, my mask came flying off, oh. and I just saw a lot of white spots, like stars, and I didn't pass out, and I thought my neck had snapped, because it's just a white burst, and so I didn't pass out, so I was able to cut away that old shoe and get my new reserve, and then I got my oxygen mask, got some oxygen going, and I looked way, way up, and I saw the other jumpers with little chem lights, chemical lights on their parachutes. But I knew I was going to the ground fast. So I got on my radio to talk. I had a little push to talk in my hand. I went to talk on the radio to say, hey, I had a cutaway. I'll meet you in the drop zone. I'll be there a few minutes after you get there. But I couldn't speak because my jaw had come off the hinge hinges and came oh. off to the left. But I remember thinking, I remember thinking, I love that I had this thought too, because my mindset was getting stronger. I was thinking, well, shoot, this is not a problem. I'm a combat medic. I could put a jaw back in a place. I took the mask off, snapped my jaw back in a place. I was able to get on the radio and I was able to speak now that my jaw was back in connection. And uh, it's funny because every time I go to a dentist now, they say, what's the matter with your jaw? And I, we tell that story. But it's oh. just you welcome it. If it's worth doing, it's just going to be a little pain. But if that pain is just temporary, you're going to you're going to regret if you quit something. If you quit, you've got that permanent pain of regret, and that lasts a lifetime. And, um, and that's the bad type of pain. The 
Well, well first of all, you know, me re recalling the story and sharing it with my brother uh, is one thing. Hearing you tell it again, man, that gets me charged up, Don. I got to be honest, because when, when we had this endurance race, um, December 9th is coming up. I know that the story, today's interview, is going to be part of what's going to help get me to go as far as I possibly can because, you know, whatever hurts, my calf, my ankle, my, my knee, whatever, um, I, just, I just will have you in my head, you know. And, but, but I love it, though. I mean, it's, it applies in, in, in obviously all life areas, in, in sports, in education, business, where, you know, you've got the temporary pain. But the key word is temporary. But if you That's quit, right. Right. Then, then the pain is forever. And that never leaves you. And it, it relates right back to the owner of Cafe Aron. Yeah. And yeah. he's, you know, his, his courage and him, you know, not quitting. You know, he will obviously never forget this until the day this man dies. Mm -hmm. um, so now... Again, I'm not much of a, uh, you know, this isn't a political show, as I've said. It's the Profit Express. But unfortunately, sometimes the worlds of what's going on globally in geopolitics intersect and collide with small business as they have today. And it's why you're on it. Again, thank you for being on board today. It's but here's, no, thank you. Here's something I, I, I want to get your take on in, in the culture that we're dealing with in 2023 which is different, you know, when you were first on the show probably five, six, seven, eight years ago. Should the U.S., God forbid, have to deal with some really serious attacks on our soil again, do you think we have, in general, because I know, I know there's some very tough people, people like you out there, but do you think the U.S. population in general has the mental toughness to deal with this in, in, in 2023, God forbid it happens. I'm going to hate hearing these words come out of my mouth, but I don't think we do. I think we've become a soft, lazy people, and um, we have it so easy. And I say this, my father was in the greatest generation, who I respect that generation so much. Here they mm -hmm. all go off to war. They save the world. They come home, nobody complains, nobody asks for anything. They go back to work and they create the greatest country that's ever been created. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we get the next generation where it's a little bit different. It's a Woodstock and the Vietnam generation. But now it seems to me, and I really hope I'm a little bit off on this. People don't like to work. They don't like to push themselves hard. They find all these reasons why they can't do something. I mean, just trying to get something done around your house, trying to find a worker, it's so difficult. Um, I, I think every generation we've become softer and softer and softer. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it really, really bothers me. And I really wish I had, I wasn't saying this out loud because those are my inner thoughts, but um, I don't know what it's gonna take to toughen up either. We had it so easy for so long and now people just want handouts. They want handouts. They want everything for free. They want to do minimal amount of effort. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to save the country if, and, and I don't want to say if either, Tim, because 
Um, and I, I know not to go political, but, and I, I won't go political either. So it's refreshing to stay away from the politics. But um, Hamas <laughs> and Hezbollah, you know, they're big in Mexico right now. They're big organizations in Mexico. And even since the late 90s, early 2000s, we were tracking sleeper cells in the U.S., over 200 sleeper cells that wanted to do attacks on our country. But now with our open borders, I mean, we think mm. there's well over a thousand plus, well over that number of right, sleeper cells right. here. And a lot of them from Hezbollah and Hamas. And they're not here to, I mean, they're, they're here to cause some damage. And we also believe there's a lot of Chinese in here that want to affect the water structure, the, the communications, the roads. So it's one way to look at it would be I'm putting my head in the sand. I deny all that. Those are crazy people talking. It'll never happen because it hasn't happened before. Another way is just to be aware that it can happen and stay right. alert to your surroundings, help your neighbor, support coffee shops like what happened today. Mm -hmm. And just be aware that this can happen because we just happen to be separated by a lot of water and um, Pacific and Atlantic Ocean. But with a porous border, people from every country in the world coming through our borders, there are people who want to destroy our way of lives. And we have to acknowledge that, not to be paranoid, but just acknowledge it. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. And it toughens us up as people that we might have to defend ourselves here on our homeland. Uh, Don, well said. Um, I, I I hope you're wrong in your your sentiment that we're not ready for this. We're not, you know, tough for this. But as, as the saying goes, tough times make for strong men. Good times make for weak men, unfortunately. And America's, you know, the, the, the greatest generation, you know, when my grandfather came from Ireland to the country and they had nothing literally and they helped build, build this country, uh, you know, those are tough times. You know, people who went through the Depression, tough, tough times. World War II, tough, tough times. Um, but it's, yeah, unfortunately, America's had it very good for a very long time, fortunately. Yeah. But then, unfortunately, uh, you know, it's all, all, all <clears throat> empires, all empires. What happened to Greece? What happened to Rome? You know, you, you can't help but think that. But listen, so here's the show. It's the Prophet Express. We're going to end on a high, high note. I shared the story of Cafe Iran's owner, Aaron Dahan, who in my eyes, and, and Don, I know you agree, really is a hero. And he probably doesn't even know it or uh, acknowledges it quite yet. But he, I see him as a hero. And I was able to discuss that hero story with another hero and Don Mann and one of my my favorite guests I've had the pleasure of having on the show. Um, so thank you so much for being on board. Um, how can people follow you on, what's the best way to, to follow you and your story uh, online, Don? Well, Tim, uh, thank you for those kind words. I mean, it's a real pleasure to be here with you. But um, my uh, website is usfrogman, with two ends, like my last name, .com. So usfrogman, frogman's a seal. And, um, and I also want to thank you for all you do, because you bring out such good and inf important information and uh, up to date news. And you put it in such a nice way for people to hear. And it's uh, really enjoyable uh, hearing you and uh, listening to your show. So thank you. Thank you for having no. me. Hey, my, my, my pleasure, Don. And this is the Profit Express. And make sure you're on the alert. 
for great shows like the one I just had with Don Mann talking about what's going on with Jewish business owners and the challenges they face in 2023 right here on our shores, right here in New York, and the great, great story of the hero who is uh, Aaron DeHaan, owner of Cafe Ron in New York City. If you like the content, you know what to do. Follow us on Instagram at The Profit Express. Follow us and subscribe on YouTube for great shows like today. And thank you, as always, so much for being on board as you and I and people like the owner of Cafe Iran look to win that battle for business each and every day. Until next time, it's The Profit Express.